Hi, everyone. This is Kimberly. I'm out of character here to give you a couple of content warnings. First of all, if you submitted a Kiki Familia audio memorial, you might hear it read in this episode by someone whose gender does not match yours. You should be aware of this in case it could cause you voice dysphoria. Second, today's episode is entirely about grief over the death of a loved one. This episode will also not be broken up by silly, funny breaks, although I do think that parts of it are silly and funny. But at the time that this episode was published, there was a huge amount of grief in the world, especially grief over death. I want this episode to let us practice grieving in community. Now, it's possible that Kiki Familia will return to baseball because baseball is a game. And in this game, we have a little bit of control over death and resurrection. But in reality, we can't bring back loved ones who have passed. What we can do is share our memories of them. And that's what this episode is about. However, if this is not the right thing for you to hear right now, or even ever, please give it a pass. I will be very happy and proud of you for taking care of yourself. I'll give you 10 seconds of silence to turn off the episode, and then the music will start playing. Thank you for taking care of yourself. Or, alternatively, thank you for listening. Hello, listeners. This is Take Me Out to the Blall Game, the world's most solemn baseball podcast. I'm your host, Kimberly Dauber, and I use she, her pronouns. Today's episode is a tribute to Kiki Familia of the Canada Moist Talkers. Kiki was the shortest-lived baseball player of all time so far. It is our dearest wish that Kiki's record is never broken. First, an account of Kiki Familia's baseball career. Kiki Familia emerged from her egg on day 32 of season 7, during the Discipline Era, also known as September 15, 2020. In a game against the Hades Tigers at the bottom of the sixth inning, she replaced Elijah Bates as a fielder for the Canada Moist Talkers, when a debt was collected and Bates was incinerated by a rogue umpire. At the bottom of the seventh, with Hiroto Wilcox pitching for the Tigers, Kiki Familia hit a flyout to Peanutiel Duffy. At the bottom of the tenth, she hit a triple. On day 33 of season seven, at the top of the first inning, Kiki caught a flyout from Richmond Harrison. Then... Barely a minute into the game, a rogue umpire incinerated Kiki Familia, and she was replaced by Quack Enjoyable. She was five and a third innings old. Hello, listeners. With us today is Colin, 
a Moist Talkers fan. Colin, what should we call you? What are your pronouns? And is the commissioner doing a great job? Hi, yeah, uh, I'm Colin. I also go by that one ska son on the Moist Talkers Discord and on Twitter. Uh, I use he slash him pronouns, and I believe that a commissioner is doing a great job. Thank you, Colin. We'll get back to you in just a minute. But first, since Kiki was a union organizer, we reached out to baseball players unions for their statements. First, we have a statement from the Internet League Baseball Players Association. On behalf of the Internet League Baseball Players Association, we would like to extend our deepest condolences to the friends and family of Kiki Familia, as well as the fans of the Canada Moist Talkers. Kiki was a promising prospect whose career was cut far too short, and we hope that their memory will inspire future baseballers to come. With that said, Kiki's career was bright and flamed out far too quickly, literally. The ILBPA does not condone the actions of the rogue umpires who took it upon themselves to incinerate someone's career so early, and we will be speaking to the commissioner about guidelines so that the players of the future will not have to play in fear. We also received a statement from sports union representative Jalen Hotdog Fingers. Hotdog Fingers requested that I read it here. I think this is the perfect opportunity to talk about what's been going on recently in the baseball community and where we're headed from there. Kiki Familia's death was untimely and a great shock to everyone, myself included. Kiki had just joined the ILB and had so much to give to the moist talkers. That chance was stolen away. The way baseball players are treated isn't fair. It wasn't fair to Kiki. It isn't fair to us. We risk our lives on the fields every day and receive almost nothing in return but bloodshed and heartache. I created this union because of people like Kiki. People who deserve better than what they're getting right now. It's important to stick together in times like these. And there's no better way to bring everyone together than fighting for a common goal. A new dawn is coming. And with a lot of hard work and collective efforts, those we have lost along the way will finally get the justice they deserve. Finally, intern interim commissioner Prime Minister Parker McMillan III sent us a statement. I will read it here. Kiki Familia, Bloodhouse-born, will be missed. A league investigation has determined that the ILB is in no way liable. Rest in violence. Thank you, Commissioner Parker. I think we can all agree that they're doing a great job. Colin, back to you now. Thanks again for joining us. Of course. Colin... Could you tell us about Kiki? I'd love to. Kiki was, statistically speaking, the best player in Moist Talker's history and probably one of the greatest in baseball history. But to us, as the fans, as the followers of baseball, 
Kiki was so much more than statistics on a Blaze Ball box score. Kiki was only around for five and a third's innings. And when the website went on an hour-long siesta immediately after their first game concluded, Kiki was only with us for a little more than an hour of Earth time, but their impact was immediate and definite. I've been with the Moist Talkers since season four, my first in the game, and while I've seen this community rally in some pretty great ways in the past, I've seen us deal with the tragedy and recovery of feedback swaps and other incinerations, including that of Elijah Bates, who had been with us since season one. I don't think I've seen or will ever see anything like what was seen with the way Kiki was treated. In that very short time frame we had Kiki, the community just came together and just wrote down so many cohesive ideas. People were legitimately excited for this character. People were already drawing fan art even after her untimely incineration it it really felt like a complete tragedy that she was ripped away from us before we even got the chance to know her like that extra hour of time was given to us just to build up our hopes and dreams before it all came crashing down was kiki one of the talkers first incinerations in a while In a while, yes. Um, So uh, again, in the previous game, the game in which Kiki joined us, Elijah Bates had been incinerated, but I don't think we had had any, we hadn't had any incinerations since I really started paying attention to the team. Mm -hmm. The last one may have been the Tyler Violet incineration, which also did a huge number on our team's morale a few seasons ago. Thank you, Colin. Colin, other Talkers fans also sent in their tributes to Kiki as well. And right now I'd like to play this one from Cora. We were cheering on the Moist Talkers when it happened. Blaseball is a game that grinds on, forces you to carry what happens right into the next game without a break. We thought the siesta was a kindness from the gods, allowing us time to say goodbye to Bates and hello to our new batter, Kiki Familia. Her name was Kiki, so we used the cat from Kiki's delivery service as inspiration. Drawing upon our water theme, she was to be a deaf catfish magical girl that was with the OSHA, or WHMIS, the Canadian equivalent, with perhaps vague mob ties. Ideas kept pouring as people started to really get into this new player. We'd even started getting into details, like Kiki would be good at stealing signs from the other team, use lotion to keep her hands moisturized, have birds as familiars. To be fair to the rest of our fan base, we decided to put a pause on the creation so that others could get a chance to have some input. Only, they never did. The game started again, and we once again started to cheer on our team. We were really excited when Kiki got a triple, and for the players she might end up becoming. All of a sudden, she got incinerated. She wasn't even unstable. Just pure 
dumb luck. Incredibly, profoundly unfair. Her career was cut short before we knew it. Personally, I was numb, and all the excitement and creativity I had for Kiki, I couldn't put into our other new characters. It just wasn't fair. Rest in violence, Kiki Familia. Next, we have a statement from Kiki's team, the Canada Moist Talkers. Our team, staff, and fans are still rattled to our very core over the events of Season 7, Games 32, and 33. Over the course of those two games, five baseball fires were extinguished with more fire. Of the lives lost, two were from the Hades Tigers, and three were from our organization. We mourn the loss of Elijah Bates, a mainstay of the team. Elijah was the postseason hero of Season 5, where he hit the home run that shamed the Baltimore Crabs and completed the biggest upset in baseball playoff history. We lost Antonio Wallace, affectionately known as Boney Tony, a 12-foot novelty skeleton that touched between the ribs of many sports fans across Canada and his home team in Charleston. But worst of all, we lost Kiki Familia. Who was Kiki, you ask? Kiki was a budding young prospect making their way through our farm system and making waves playing minor league ball with the Tranquility's strong arms. Mooney Doctor herself came to us after scouting at one of their games and told us, this is the player that we'll need on our team when the time comes. She never clarified what that time was. We just kind of trusted her, you know? With that glowing endorsement, it was set in stone. We had plans for Kiki, albeit more joyous and longer than five and a third innings. Yeah, we were distraught at losing Elijah, but Kiki was an easy choice for a replacement. We had only learned after their unfortunate demise at the start of Game 33 that Kiki had phoned their entire family and got them all tickets to the game to be there to partake in the first full game of what was to sure be a long and storied baseball career. These events have forced us to take a long look at how we got to this point and to own up to our share of the blame in all of this. If we had known that bringing Jalen Hot Dog Fingers back from beyond the grave would have caused all of this, then maybe, just maybe, we would not have led the charge for necromancy so boldly. Our thoughts are with the friends, families, and fans of those affected by these tragic events. May the souls of Elijah Bates, Moody Cookbook, Antonio Wallace, and McLaughlin Scoreboard rest in violence. As for Kiki, however, may they rest in peace. Hello again, listeners. Thank you for joining us today. We're back here with Colin. Colin, as we've said, many Talkers fans sent in their memorials for Kiki. Would you mind reading an excerpt from this one sent in by Paranundrox? Of course. Kiki Familia had basically everything for a promising baseball career. Despite her half-star in batting, she had a solid three stars in pitching, base running, and defense. Her name was incredibly evocative for design, 
And in her first game, she had hit a triple that became the game-winning run to end the game in Shame for the Tigers. The hour delay, I think, was the key component for us. Due to that, we had an extra hour to grapple with what unstable meant, deal with the fact that our very next game was also Eclipse level, and try to prevent ourselves from going overboard because of the next game. I think we all expected the next game to be bad. I think we expected everyone to be in danger due to Wallace still being unstable. I don't think anyone expected Kiki to be incinerated in the first inning. A natural incineration, which occurs in something on the order of 2% of Eclipse games. Rest in violence, Kiki. I would have loved to have you on our team. I would have loved to have watched your career develop and grow. Even in incineration, you've left a bright spark in a rough patch of our history. You'll always be remembered for your five and one-thirds innings, your 500 batting average, your 1500 slugging percentage, and your career 2.0 OPS. In two at-bats and one fielding play, you overshadowed every other former player from our team. I'm sure many seasons from now, we will have forgotten many other names, but yours will always live on in baseball history. Thank you, Colin. And thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. It, uh, it really means a lot that I was able to come on here and talk about Kiki, who probably had one of the most impactful careers in baseball history, despite how short-lived it was. Yes, yes, indeed. Listeners, I have just a few more memorials to share with you before the end of the episode. Today, as we hold Kiki Familia in our hearts, let us take these accounts of Kiki's life and think to ourselves about what Kiki Familia loved about baseball. Hello, everybody. This is Lot of the Canada Moist Talkers. First and foremost, I'd like to offer my condolences to the family of Kiki Familia, both Hereditary and the rest of the Moist Talkers, because what are we? if not one big, baseball-playing family. I would also like to take this time to address the many rumors circulating about Kiki. Make no mistake, Kiki Familia is dead. I personally took a photograph during her incineration, which you can view on my Twitter page. That's at SoggyGreer on Twitter.com. You'll be warned that the imagery may be extremely distressing. Kiki Familia was an extremely talented player, and... More than that, a motivated and wonderful up-and-comer. I only knew her for around 40 minutes, but since she was batting and I was pitching, we didn't really speak for most of that. But I've heard she was very passionate, and that's always a good thing in a sports player. I think. Her activism work will be continued by the Kiki Familia Memorial Foundation, in association with Sog Dogs, Gleek Arena's signature hot dogs with the waterlogged bun. For the remainder of the season, all Sog Dog profits will be donated directly to <coughs> that is the anti-anti-union group of Halifax. A memorial service will be held for Kiki and Gleek Arena this coming Friday for those who wish to pay their respects. Her ashes will be scattered in the belligerent flame receptacle, as is tradition for all incinerated players, and we'll all drink a bit of the spit out of it to absorb her power. Rest in violence, Kiki. And wherever you are now, Stay wet. Normally, I 
be a little bit irritated to see one of our teammates' records so violently and completely broken, but considering that this is the record for the shortest lifespan, I can uh, make an exception. Rest in violence, Kiki. I hope you're enjoying strength training in that big stadium in the sky. She was so nice. I mean, you don't meet people that nice very often. It's like she barely knew us, and she just decided we were all her friends. I thought we were going to be friends, but, well, it's weird, I guess. You'd think that knowing someone as short as I knew her, I wouldn't care as much, but I feel like I've known her for so much longer. I feel like I've really lost a friend. I don't know. A lot of people have been asking me how I've been coping uh, after Kiki and and gloom and Bates and uh, everybody. I think the two answers to that question, um, one of them is that I haven't been. The other is that I've been writing songs. I have a song today that I, I'd like to share. Um, we're gonna call it Untitled One. This is a performance of Untitled One dedicated to Kiki Familia. Thank you. You burn fast and bright, but goddammit if you weren't a spectacle. Though Familia was only a light splash in the great sea of baseball, her ripples will echo forever in history. May she rest in violence. Gertrude. We hardly knew Kiki, but she left a lasting impression on us all. She was a deaf, magical catfish girl. And that's not only beautiful, Kiki, but inspiring. I saw you show up, the and then before I knew it, I saw you go. Rest in violence, you beautiful lesbian. Wish we had a chance to get to know you more. Your fans, Lindsay Ray. Kiki Familia was a randomly generated name in the spreadsheet. Listeners, I don't know how to end this episode. I don't know about death. I am a blaze ball in the sky with a microphone. I'm not even sure I can die. But for you... I will try to come to some conclusion. So here are a few things that, after making this episode, I think are true. First, Kiki Familia was many things to many people. And because of Kiki, the world is different. Second, there are too many baseball players who have passed on for us to do a memorial for each and every one of them like they deserve. But they deserve it, and I wish we could. And finally, stories are a way for us to make sense of things that don't actually make any sense at all. This concludes our episode for today. Thank you for joining me to celebrate the memory of Kiki Familia. I'm Kimberly Dauber. This has been Take Me Out to the Ball Game. 
Thank you for participating in the cultural event of Blaseball. Ball.